I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're a couple couple of characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. And this is our first episode, so I guess we should talk a little bit about what our show is. Yeah, so what we want to do is make a place where we can talk about different fun ideas that we each have for characters for D&D games or other role-playing games, but we're going to probably focus on D&D for the most part. Right, and if you have ever played D&D or a role-playing game, you probably have encountered the same thing that we have, that you just have so many ideas for characters and not enough bandwidth and time to play them all. So this is just our way of talking about those characters that we might never play, but it's fun to talk about. Yeah, it's fun to let those characters that we might not have a chance to play see the light and get talked about in some way. So today's episode, we're going to talk about two warlocks, and I've actually had a chance to play both of these characters, but I think they'll be a fun intro to kind of give you an idea of the interesting characters that we'd like to make. Sounds good. So who are we going to talk about first? So this uh, character that I want to talk about first is a warlock that I made named Kalia, and she believed that she was a cleric. So it's kind of uh, the first character where I kind of thought outside the box and decided that my uh, character basically wasn't going to be put in a box. My first character was a elf ranger that was kind of like Legolas, not super interesting. We might talk about him later. But this character, I realized, like, oh, you don't have to color inside the lines here. Right. You don't have to go through the book and just take all of their basic suggestions. Right. And I do want to give a shout out to my friend Toby, who was the one that gave me the idea for this character by telling me about a version that he played. So what is this character? It's a warlock that believes that she is a... Um, cleric. So let's talk a little bit about her backstory and then we'll get into the mechanics of how to make her actually work. Sounds good. All right. So tell me a little bit about Kalia's backstory then. So my original idea for Kalia was to make her be a librarian. And I don't remember how I got onto this idea, but I just thought it would be fun to... Who doesn't love a librarian? Right. To make a little librarian that turned adventurer. So... Her backstory was basically she worked in the library uh, throughout most of her life and she had read a lot of stories about adventurers but had never gone on one because she was not super capable in a lot of ways. But one day while going through the library, stacks of books, she found a room that she could have sworn was not there before. Ooh, interesting. And let me guess, she opened the door. Yes, she goes inside. And she finds some, like, books that are maybe not quite to this library standard of normal book. Like, you know, they are fine quality books, but they're on maybe some demon lore or, like, occult type books. So, you know, not quite up to snuff with, like, the religion and the city or whatever. But she starts perusing the books and... Next thing she knows, she's in a, like, cloud, kind of, I thought of it like um, Platform 9 and 3 quarters when, spoiler alert, Dumbledore and Harry meet in, like, oh, the, the heavens. the King's Cross station. Yes, King's Cross in the, the scene in the book that, you know, 
one of them may or may not be dead. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, I kind of thought of it like that. That book came out 12 and a half years ago. Yeah. So anyway, the idea was that she wakes up in this like clouded landscape that kind of the cinematic version of what people think of when they think of heaven. And she sees a beautiful woman in golden armor. And who is this beautiful, beautiful lady? So this beautiful lady tells her that her name is Zadia, I believe. Yes, I believe that was the name. I do think that is correct. (laughs) And Zadia basically offers her powers, claims to be a god, goddess of war, and tells Kalia that she can, like, if they make a deal... She will give Kalia powers and let her become able to fight. And included with these powers, she offers her the opportunity to read any language that she can want. And obviously, a librarian, is uh, their interest is going to be piqued by such an offer. Say no more. I can read any book. I'm in. I will give you my soul. No questions asked. Yeah, so Zadia... Uh, produces a document then Kalia signs it and next thing she knows she wakes up in this room with her head like down on a basically um, her head down on her hands sleeping on a book and like lifts her head and stick into her face as a piece of paper and what's on that paper but their contract and as she reads it it kind of like bursts into flames and you know should be a bad sign but But Kalia is quite naive and not very wise in the ways of the world. Yes. So then um, she starts adventuring, and that was kind of where she met up with the party and hijinks ensue. But yeah, let's get into a little bit about the mechanics of Kalia. Right. So you said that she is a warlock who thinks she is a cleric. Yes. So Zadia claimed to be a goddess of war. Ergo, if I worship her, I'm a cleric of war. But uh, as we know, that Zadia is not the goddess of war. And basically, we're going to go with patron of the fiend, because Zadia is a fiend, not a god. And we're going to go eventually patch of the blade, since we're trying to aim towards war. All right. So first of all, we want to make sure that Kalia is believable or like willing to believe that she met a goddess when in fact she met a demon or fiend of some sort. So we're going to make wisdom our lowest stat. So we definitely want to have wisdom probably less than 10. Um, I think when I played her, it was an 8 or a 9. So that's about where you want it. Maybe even lower if you want. And one of her characteristics was that she was very trusting because I felt like this was important if you're going to sign your soul away to a fiend with little questions. Or no questions, really. Yeah, no questions, really. Oh, I can read every book? Sounds great. Where do I sign? So, yeah, that was kind of the idea of Kalia. And um, we also want to give her a little bit of cleric magic so that she believes that she can heal. or So... We made her take the magic initiate feat. And, uh, and what does that let you do? So the magic initiate feat will let you get a one first level spell that you can cast once a day and three cantrips from a full caster two class. Two I think it's three. Nope, it's just two. Okay, well, two cantrips. Well, I, you know, win some, lose some. 
But I took Spare the Dying, Cure Wounds as my first level spell. And I think I took Light or something. Something along those lines. Where another cleric spell. Alright. Anything else you want to say about her? Important thing that I forgot to mention. I did make Kalia a tiefling. And I know that anyone that's like max, uh, min-maxing out there will know. Oh yeah, tiefling is a good warlock class. Well, also, I wanted Kalia to believe that the fiendish fire magic powers that she was getting from her patron were actually just because she was a tiefling. So, if she gets fireball at level 5, she thinks, oh, well, you know, I'm a tiefling. It makes sense that I can do a fireball. Yeah, I'm just a very powerful tiefling, I guess. Right, so... I wanted to make her a tiefling for that reason, or, you know, you do Hellish Rebuke, and it's like, well, yeah, that's just just a thing all tieflings can do, but if you make it one of your warlock spells, now it's even better. But, yeah, so, you know, give her a little wisdom, magic initiate feat with the cleric as your chosen class, and I think it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed casting cube wounds, rolling 1d8 minus 1 for your healing magic, so. (laughs) Very amusing. And I believe, I don't recall if we ruled that if I did zero um, healing, then I would actually cast Spirit of the Dying instead, but it would still use the first level slot for the day. I can't remember if we ruled that or if we just ruled that you would just heal for zero, and that was it. That was the end of your turn. Great turn, great turn. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much all I want to say about Kalia. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so do you want to give just a quick summary again of what she is? So she's a tiefling. Tiefling, warlock, patron is the fiend. Uh, at third level, I chose the pact of the blade, but you could do any pact and make it work. I gave her the magic initiate feat so that she could have a little bit of healing magic, and I gave her low wisdom. Sounds pretty great. And I know you had a lot of fun playing this character. Yes, I did have a lot of fun. Be warned if you play this character, the other party members might find out that, say, whatever your goddess's name, so Zadia, they might find out she's not a goddess and... They might try to talk to you or they might do what my party did and just ditch you in an inn and say, she's worshipping a devil, let's leave her. That's what happened to my character. Your party kind of sucked. <laughs> eh, I don't think that's we should party shame on this podcast. Well, I mean, you shouldn't abandon someone. It was true that had they talked to her about it, she probably would have been like, oh, that's terrible, let us try to fix this. But That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Talking, conversation. They did not talk. Communication they... is key. Nope, they ditched her. Alright, so now we said that we wanted to talk about another cleric that you played, or are currently playing actually. Warlock. Yep, I meant Warlock. Yeah, so this one I had in a, a different idea. I was joking about playing a man who had a mule that he referred to as, like, his um, wife, basically. Like, he joked about marrying his mule or donkey or whatever. But later on, the party finds out, oh, that actually was his wife, a human wife, but she got true polymorphed into an animal. But, of course, I took this a step further, and I decided that this person that I'm playing 
their wife was turned into a flail. Which is really funny because, you know, the joke of when you're married, ball and chain. Very, very funny. Yeah. So she was, uh, her wife was turned into a flail and I gave her the, um, we did patron of Hexblade. So her packed weapon is actually her wife. So as I've been playing this character, it's been very fun to um, like have interactions with people where they say, oh, how's your wife doing? Or where's your wife at? And you just say, oh, you know, she's around or whatever. But <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. So She's suffering a little cold right now. Yeah, you know, she's indisposed or whatever. But it's been a lot of fun. So let's get a little bit more into the details of the backstory besides my wife got turned into a flail. Right, so how'd that even happen? Yeah, so this character I made initially an innkeeper. So she owned a tavern, and it was actually a bed and breakfast that I called it, uh, named Shortstacks. And this character is a halfling, because I like puns. So, (laughs) we have a halfling woman running an uh, inn called Shortstacks. And while she was working there, you know, she's doing her thing. And one day, this adventuring group comes in. And she falls in love with one of the adventurers and they end up like getting married and their, um, her wife decides that she's going to quit adventuring to be what this happening. I named her Shaylee, so it'll be easier if I just say Shaylee. Okay, so, hold on. So the warlock is Shaylee. Yes. And the wife... I believe it was Jezebel. Okay. But the wife, she stayed on... Yeah, so she decided to give up adventuring to stay with Shaylee. And I put on uh, the wife becomes the bouncer, basically, for the inn or the B&B. So, Which, I mean, that's kind of wild if you think about it. My B&B is so, it caters to such intense clients that I need a bouncer just in case anything goes crazy. Well, you know, it is D&D, so th- <laughs> crazy things happen. This is true. Anyway, one day a mage or wizard, what have you, comes into the inn, is being quite rude. He's causing a ruckus. We don't like that at our B&B. It's a very nice B&B. People travel up to Vermont to stay here. (laughs) But anyway, um, so Shaylee sends Jezebel over to kind of control him. And the mage is drunk and he's like, eh. I'll just, if you want to fight so much, I'll make you into a, an instrument for fighting. Cast True Polymorph and turns her into a flail. All right. Yeah, that's pretty dramatic. Yep. So um, then the mage finishes his drink and heads up to the room. And I think at this, this point, Shaylee's just standing there staring at the flail in shock because who wouldn't be shocked if their wife turned into an inanimate object? Now, I have a question, though, about True Polymorph, because doesn't it require that you have to concentrate on it? Yeah, so it is concentration. If you concentrate for the full hour, it is permanent until you can undo it with a wish or dispel magic rolled well enough or another True Polymorph, presumably. Okay. So, presumably, the wizard is concentrating while he goes to his room. Okay, he doesn't have to take the flail with him? No. Okay. 
And he's a high enough level because he can cast ninth level spells that he's probably able to concentrate while being drunk. No worries. All right. <laughs> anyway, he concentrates for the full hour. The wife is now a flail. And I think the first thing Shaylee thinks is, well, I had to get this man out of my inn. He ruined my wife in a way. So she scoops up the flail and goes to his room and tries to, like, evict him, essentially. And Shaylee, bless her heart, is just a little halfling with no experience. So the wizard handily beats her up. And basically, I, I don't recall if I made him just go back to sleep or leave or whatever. But he is not phased by Shaylee. He beats her up and then leaves. Okay. So now Shaylee is just kind of bloody on the ground holding this flail. And she tries to pray. And surprising to her, someone answers. And, you know, not really being in the right state of mind, she agrees to the terms that the whispered voice says. So she just prays in general with no one in particular in mind? She probably is aiming at some sort of god of life or prosperity or something. You know, whoever her god or goddess was. But the voice that answers is not one of these gods. All right. So since we're doing Hexblade, this is an entity from the Shadowfell. Okay. That's who's going to answer. Do you know anything more about this person or did you leave that up to the DM? I left that up to the DM. I let them um, ruin me later with that (laughs) knowledge or whatever. Okay. And so as I was making Shaylee, I made her charisma high because she's an innkeeper. Wisdom was pretty high because she can read people with like insight because she was an innkeeper. Um, Intelligence was fine. Dex was okay because she's a halfling. And I made con and strength both pretty low. Her strength was 8, her con was 10. And that's because, you know, she was an innkeeper her whole life. She's not used to adventuring. She doesn't have much experience. So I thought it made sense that she wouldn't have a very high constitution or strength. Yeah, though it does make her very squishy. Yeah, that is one thing that I've encountered with this character a lot is couple of hits and you're like oh i'm at one hp or i'm unconscious again because low com mods are not a lot of fun when you're getting hit by big monsters very true but yeah anyway um i mean she's yeah hexblade is her patreon i did patch of the blade with her as well and let's see what else did i do i took the invocations of the improved pact weapon so that she can use her flail as her spellcasting focus. And I took, um, I think I took Devil Sight or something, or a Grasp of Hadar, so you can pull people through Elder's Blast. One of those other invocations, you know, not important. But another fun thing that I've had playing with Shaylee, it's fun to kind of roleplay a person that does not understand magic. So in the game that we played, I started at third level. So she already had second level spells and two cantrips and two invocations. So she had a lot going on. But I played her as if she didn't understand any of it. It's been a lot of fun though to play her as someone kind of discovering that she has magic as she goes. So for example, when one of our first fights, she runs up like swings the flail, does better than she expects. If there's someone out of her reach, She kind of swings it and, oh, a 
beam of energy shot out of it that, well, she casts Eldritch Blast, but she doesn't really understand how she casts Eldritch Blast. So it's been a lot of fun to kind of discover. And one of the other characters in the game is a wizard. So it's been it's also been a fun interaction with him to roleplay, like, her going up to him and being like, Oh, so you know, like, when you swing your flail and then a beam of energy shoots out, like, how do you control that? And then he just looks at you like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's never happened. Yeah, so. how do you even hold that thing? <laughs> very carefully, because it is very special to me. Because yeah, it but... is my wife. Yeah, so I think these two characters have both been a lot of fun to play, though. So I recommend if you're trying to build a warlock at some point that one of these two kind of builds is fun. So either someone that thinks they're a cleric or someone whose significant other has been somehow transformed into a weapon has been fun. That I also thought that idea might be fun with like a farmer and a mule being a bard or something, but that would be a different episode. It also would be kind of interesting if you were maybe a ranger and oh a beast companion yeah <laughs> that would be very amusing as well right oh yes this mastiff is my husband <laughs> yeah but the it's been a lot of fun and it's also my my um general description of shaylee when she entered the party was that she was wearing kind of ill-fitting armor because I was guessing she had a little bit of a pot belly with being a halfling that was running an inch. She probably partook in the pancakes more often than not. And she probably tried to wear her wife's armor. So, you know, it was probably a little bit not quite the right size, but she made it work. Yeah. Was her wife also a halfling? Yes. Okay. Then I guess that would make sense. That. No, her wife was obviously a Goliath. <laughs> then that would be very ill. She was armor. wearing the armor as a full body suit. <laughs> Just one gauntlet was her whole body armor. Yep. yep. She was wearing the gauntlet as like a chain shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they both went a lot of fun. All right. You can find more information about our show at a couple of characters podcast.com. If you have any ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character, you could email us at a couple of characters pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACOC Podcast. And if you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, it helps the show out, it helps us find more people, or I guess reach more people, have people find us. I guess we don't actually find people. Yes. We will find you on the street and you will listen. um and another way you can support us is by becoming a patreon donor and you can just search acoc podcast on patreon as well to find us yeah and all these um things link on the website so if you don't want to remember 10 things just go to the website and it's all there yes but yeah it's been a lot of fun to meet with you guys for the first time and i hope you enjoyed it and we come back for more Oh, yeah. my You can find me on Twitter at Alex, the letter N, Winterland. So Alex in Winterland. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at NotADrQuinn. And thank you to John Began for composing our theme music. Yeah, I guess that's it. Um, keep Thanks. on rolling. <laughs> yep, keep on rolling. <laughs> but Ashley cut. <laughs>
pull-up notes. Hell no. All right, this sounds good. Is, this is safe information <laughs> on top of my neck. Oh, okay. 